Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Ron Blake, I'm Stetson Miller. One local county considering ways to keep elementary school students safe. I'm Scott Gelman. Everybody in the pool for Special Olympics. In Fairfax, I'm Dick Iuliano. At 410, we'll talk with CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger about the economy. Six o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. More documents marked classified have been found in a Biden residence. CBS's Bo Erickson has the latest. The admission of these latest documents comes after White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre insisted earlier on Thursday that the search for the classified documents was complete at the president's two homes in Delaware. A federal law enforcement official familiar with the investigation told CBS News that the total number of known documents marked classified is roughly 20, some of which included top secret material found at the Penn Biden Center in Washington, D.C. In California, the devastating rainfall continues. Governor Gavin Newsom says he knows this is difficult for residents. The reality is this is just the eighth of what we anticipate will be nine atmospheric rivers. Uh, we're not done. Uh, I know there's a point comes in any, you know, challenging time where people are fatigued. Uh, I'm very mindful people are fatigued about evacuation orders. Several inches of rain in recent days have caused massive flooding and mudslides and more rain is on the way. The Treasury Secretary has a warning for members of Congress. CBS's Jeff Glure has the story. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has warned the U.S. could hit its $31.4 trillion debt ceiling by Thursday. In a letter to House and Senate leaders Friday, Secretary Yellen asked Congress to raise the debt limit or suspend it. She says if one of these actions are not taken, the Treasury will likely have to take extraordinary cash measures to avert a default until June. Yellen warned a default could cause irreparable harm to the U.S. Economy. Raising the debt limit in a divided Congress is not going to be easy, especially for many Republicans who have already signaled their opposition. Britain's prime minister says the country will send a dozen tanks to Ukraine to help with the war against Russia. The BBC's David Wallace Lockhart has more. In recent days, Number 10 was making it clear that it wanted to provide further support to Ukraine and that tanks could play a pivotal role in this. This morning, in a call between the prime minister and the Ukrainian president, the confirmation came. The BBC understands that around a dozen Challenger 2 tanks will be sent. Additional artillery systems will also be provided. A Downing Street spokesperson and said it was the right time to seize upon Ukrainian victories and intensify support. Rishi Sunak's pledge represents a small proportion of the 300 tanks that Ukraine insists it needs. China has reported nearly 60,000 COVID deaths since early December. Those numbers still may underestimate the total death toll. Health officials say many of those deaths occurred in hospitals. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 603 on Saturday evening, January the 14th, now 32 degrees, going down to the 20s tonight. Good evening, everyone. I'm Dan Ronan. The top local stories we're following this hour here on WTOP. After a 13-year-old boy was shot and killed in Brookland last weekend, a D.C. City Council member has requested that body-worn camera from police 
that was captured when they responded to the shooting be made public. D.C. Councilmember Brooke Pinto says she requested the video to make sure all the right procedures were followed by MPD when they came to the scene of the fatal shooting of Karan Blake. It is really important to answer the calls that is, are so robust right now from our community that there be accountability and transparency in, in what really happened here. D.C. police say back on January 7th, a man shot and killed the 13-year-old in the Brooklyn neighborhood who claimed Blake was breaking into cars. The man hasn't been identified or charged, outraging many community members who are demanding answers about the shooting. Pinto says she can't say what happened in the video because it's an ongoing investigation, but believes police are following the right procedures and urges patience as the investigation continues. I know people are hurting and are in a lot of pain and want answers, and I completely understand that. But we have a justice system that allows for and requires a thorough investigation. Stetson Miller, WTOP News. Two women are in the hospital after being shot in the district while at a rideshare early Saturday morning. D.C. police say they responded to a reported shooting at the intersection of Georgia Avenue and Morton Street Northwest about 1240 this morning where they would find evidence of a shooting but no victims. A short time later, police were notified that two women had been dropped off at a local hospital with gunshot wounds. Both women were conscious and breathing, and we now know they were transported to the hospital by their rideshare driver. Police say they have interviewed the two victims. The investigation is ongoing. In Fairfax County, the public school superintendent, Michelle Reed, is looking to increase security at elementary schools. Elementary schools in Fairfax County don't have school resource officers, but the superintendent's proposed budget for fiscal 2024 includes $400,000 to have at least one responsive officer assigned to elementary schools in each of the county's five regions. This is a start at actually beginning to provide responsive coverage to our elementary schools by region. Parent Matt Shemp urged the county to take action at a recent board meeting. We as a county should be able to say that we are acting responsibly to keep our young youngest students safe, but to honestly say that, we need to enact change based on some uncomfortable but factual truths. The county's final budget will be approved in May. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. More than 100 people today braved the wind and cold weather and joined the polar bear plunge in Fairfax County, benefiting the Special Olympics. Special Olympics athlete Michelle Phillips fired up the chilly crowd. It's time to get this party started! Then the polar bear plungers mounted the platform and splashed into the pool, kids and grown-ups alike. Good job, boys. Good job. Even police chief Kevin Davis took part in the plunge. And I think I'm jumping first. Roy Zeidman of the Virginia Special Olympics says the plunges statewide have raised nearly $1.5 million. We had a little break thanks to COVID for a couple of years, but we're back and growing, and we hope to see this event continue to grow. In Fairfax County, Dick Uliano, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP After Traffic and Weather, we'll talk with CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger and get her take on the state of the U.S. economy early in 2023. WTOP News Time now is 6.07. University of Maryland Global Campus offers career-relevant programs that work for your schedule and tuition that works for your budget. So, as you move into the new year, realize your next success with a degree or certificate from UMGC, an accredited state university helping working adults like you take a leap forward. Apply by February 15th and we'll waive your application fee. Online and hybrid courses available. Visit umgc.edu. Certified to operate by Chev. Dad, word on the street is that you're retiring. 
That is not true. I am cutting back, but I am not leaving Rocky Gorge. Nothing is more fulfilling to me than taking care of people's pets and hearing about their lives and families. I'm glad, and although Mom loves you, I'm not sure she's ready for you to be home all the time. Guess I can't say that I blame her. From everyone at Rocky Gorge, thank you for trusting your pet's care to us for the past 72 years. Happy Holidays. WTOP News Time now is 6.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Joe Conway in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hey, Joe. Hey, Dan. We'll uh, start off on the Capitol Beltway in uh, Montgomery and Prince George's County on the Maryland side of things. You're good. Problems are on the Baltimore to Parkway, though. The big one is southbound on the Parkway, just south of the Capitol Beltway. Sounds like most of the roadway is very much cut off. You may be only able to squeeze by under police direction. Delays come out of Greenbelt trying to get there. And if you're trying to exit off the antelope to go south on the Parkway, you're also caught up in a delay. Northbounders, you're slowing to look at a Riverdale. And slowing briefly northbound through Greenbelt, that should be all volume on the northbound stretch. No incidents reported to block on that side. 95 to 70 in good shape. No reports of any problems at the 50 quarter between the Bay Bridges and the Belly. But a reminder, there are limited wind restrictions posted at the Bay Bridges at last report. Speaking of wind, there's a wind warning posted at the nice Middleton Bridge between King George and Charles Counties. If you're driving through Wheaton, reminder that Georgia Avenue, there's a partial closure between Randolph Road and Henderson Avenue, north of Arcola Avenue. That's because of ongoing utility work. Southbound Route 3, Gambrels, the crash after Johns Hopkins, under police direction. Going into Virginia, no reported problems on the Beltway. 95 South slows across the Occoquan from Lorton toward Woodbridge. The Easy Pass lanes are north on 95 and 395. Earlier crash in Woodbridge was on Miniville Road, northbound near Telegraph Road. We are brought to you by Fitzgerald. If you're looking for a new car, Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com for transparency you can trust. I'm Joe Conway, WTOP Traffic. Thanks, Joe. Let's go to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. Looking at a pretty chilly here evening and cold through the overnight. We'll start to clear out with temperatures falling into the teens and 20s for overnight lows. Tomorrow for your Sunday, plenty of sunshine. We'll still see another breeze out of the north and west, anywhere between 20 and 30 miles per hour at times. But in temperatures tomorrow afternoon, we're going to reach the middle 40s. We're back into the middle 50s with increasing clouds on Monday. Showers likely on Tuesday, near 60 degrees, a dry day on Wednesday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. Might want to get some firewood tonight if you've got a fireplace in the House 36 at the Wharf in D.C., 36 now in Oxon Hill. Sterling checks in at 33 degrees. Weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today to schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP News Time is 610. If you're looking for clear signs about the state of the economy and how the stock market will perform in the new year, you may want to review and recall last year's wild ride. Are we in for more of the same in 2023? CBS Business News Analyst Jill Schlesinger joined WTOP's Mark Lewis to talk about What's on her top of mind, things when it comes to the economy? Really, what we know is something we've known for a long time. Inflation's still hot, but it's getting better. And in, let's say, the last four or five months of the year, the inflation rate did start to tick down a little bit. The job market is decelerating. We knew that, too. We had a solid jobs report on Friday, more than 220,000 jobs created. There was a part of that report that should help the Federal Reserve feel a little bit better about their rate hiking. And that is that wage growth 
is decelerating. I know what you're thinking. Wait, Jill, that sounds like I'm getting paid less money. Mm -hmm. That can't be good. But the answer is that when you have a lot of wage growth, it can contribute to inflation. And so I think that's why stocks went up so much on Friday is that a lot of investors were heartened by the fact that wages may not be contributing to inflation so much in the new year. That may mean the Fed could slow down its rate increases and maybe even stop after the January meeting where they're expected to raise by a quarter of a point. We know that many companies are still trying to find the right mix in the aftermath of the pandemic amid fears of an economic downturn. So this is still leading to a lot of continued uncertainty for investors in the new year. What's the good word for them? Well, the good word is that maybe you thought that old rules don't apply because last year was so rotten. You know, last year, the S&P 500 fell by more than 19 percent. The Nasdaq tumbled by 33 percent. That led a lot of people to sort of say, like, oh, my God, what could I do this year? And I think the the real part of the issue last year is not just that stocks went down, but also the bond market got shellacked. And when you put that together, a lot of people wonder, is Really, this idea of passive or index investing and diversification, are these concepts dead? Should we be doing something different? And I'm here to tell you, no, they are not dead. In fact, they are more true than ever because you do not know when a particular company or an asset class is going to outperform another one. And so here's a great example. So I'm writing a book in 2021, and I'm dealing with the same question about diversification because stocks are going up by so much. People are saying to me, oh, diversification's dead. All I have to do is buy Tesla, and I'm fine. And then you have 2022, which is the flip side of that, where we have a terrible market. Tesla goes down by more than 60%, and then people say, well, maybe diversification's dead now. The answer is it's not dead. But in any given year, you can have a really rough go of it. So sticking to low-cost index funds, having a diversified portfolio over the long term should really help to serve you. And I and I cannot emphasize enough that if you spend all of your time worrying about what's the next best investment, you're probably not spending enough time on the other matters in your financial life that could really propel your life in different directions. That is CBS Business News Analyst Jill Schlesinger coming up on WTOP. The first round of the NFL playoffs are underway. The Capitals take on Philadelphia tonight. Frank Hanrahan has sports coming up. It's 614. Get more from your new year and save big on appliances at the incredible Bray and Scarf New Year's Sale. Going on now. Discover amazing savings throughout the store and online with deals on top brand appliances, including in-stock bestsellers. Get savings on top of savings with stackable package rebates on select GE Profile and Cafe packages. Plus, get free delivery and installation on Monogram built-in refrigerators and pro ranges. All at the absolute lowest prices with Bray and Scarf's best price guarantee. Bray and Scarf is the area's number one local and independent appliance retailer. Our appliance experts receive hours and hours of factory training. They're ready to answer all of your questions and give you the personal attention you deserve. Don't miss the tremendous appliance savings going on now. Shop local and save during the Bray and Scarf New Year's Sale. Visit any of Bray and Scarf's convenient locations or shop online at BrayandScarf.com where it doesn't cost more to get more. Downtown D.C. would like 200,000 office workers back. Stat. I'm Jeff Glabel. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 
Frank Hanrahan, pretty good NFL playoff game underway. Yeah, after uh, San Francisco went up 10-zip, you're thinking, oh, this is going to be the blowout that people expected, but not so fast as uh, Seattle has come back and leads San Francisco 17-16 in San Francisco. Just underway Super Wild Card weekend, but uh, San Francisco is on the move here to start the second half. But again, Seattle trying to pull off the big upset. 17-16 lead just underway in the second half. Later on tonight, Jacksonville versus the L.A. Chargers. College basketball, it was GW taking on St. Louis earlier, and our Dave Preston was there. Colonials fall to St. Louis, Frank, 81-74. They rallied from 17 points down to make it a one-possession game in the second half, but Javante Perkins of the Billikens were just too much down the stretch. Perkins nets 16 of his 27 points in the second half. GW will be haunted by a nine-minute scoreless stretch that started the second half. Maximus Edwards nets 24 points for the Colonials in defeat. George Washington slips to St. Louis, 81-74. Virginia was a winner top in Florida State, 67-58. Howard in a good one right now, trailing Norfolk State, 82-80, about a minute left in regulation. Navy with a 45-36 lead over Loyola. That's early in the second half. George Mason beat uh, Davidson, 67-65. AU lost to Lehigh, 78-61. About 45 minutes away from the Capitals getting the Flyers back-to-back, but this time in D.C., last game time, last time out, rather, Caps lost at Philly 5-3. to three. Frank Andrahan, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Frank. 6-16 now on WTOP. Mental health and Maryland's budget take center stage this week. Lawmakers lay out their priorities as Governor-elect Wes Moore gets ready to submit his budget. Wednesday, Governor-elect Wes Moore gets sworn in. Two days later, his budget is due. And Senate President Bill Ferguson says among his priorities, expanding access to mental health. Uh, it needs to be easier to get in front of a mental health care professional who can make sure that somebody is well. Too often, Ferguson says, adolescents in crisis are, in his words, stuck in hospital beds. Because there are not behavioral health beds available across the state. And so they're in emergency rooms for weeks on end because there's no behavioral health bed that will be able to take them. Ferguson also wants to see mental health care available on a regular basis so people don't end up in crisis before they get the help they need. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP After Traffic and Weather, the top stories we're following for you this hour. Lawmakers, lawyers for President Biden say they found some additional classified documents at his Delaware home today. In all six pages were discovered during a search of Mr. Biden's home library. Storms battered California today and they got more wind, rain and snow in the mountains. The National Weather Service says the unsettled weather is expected next week as well. Stay with WTOP for all the top stories just minutes away. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Joe in the WTOP Traffic Center. Dan, we'll start off in Virginia. Bellway traveled good for the most part. No incidents reported blocking. The volume is fairly light, it seems, based on what we see in the cameras. Plenty of spaces between the vehicles on the roadway. Same mostly for the 95 and 395 corridor. Two typical trouble spots. First up, southbound across the Occoquan. There's a bottleneck that's uh, always been there at the Purple Heart Bridge, and that seems to be slowing folks down. Volume is just enough to keep that still there in place. Easy pass lanes are north on 95 and 395 out of Stafford, but if you're in the main line on 395, you're slowing into the district across the inbound 14th Street Bridge. On the for, on the district side of 395, going south, leaving the district, slow leaving the 3rd Street Tunnel for the outbound Case Bridge. Again, a fairly standard volume delay. On the Maryland Bellway, no reports of any problems. No problems on the Virginia Bellway, for that matter. To, uh, back into Maryland, 270 and 95 in good shape. Problems on the Baltimore Washington Parkway. 
The crash was reported southbound, south of 495, and for a time it appeared as if only one lane was getting by, or that's what it seemed. No camera shot directly, but based on what we were inferring from local traffic nearby, certainly a tight squeeze to get through. Heavy delays southbound persist out of Greenbelt and Powder Mill, heading south to a point just south of the Beltway. Northbounders, you're slowing out of Riverdale and stretches toward Greenbelt. That, for you, should be all volume. We are brought to you by Jiffy Lube Service Centers, keeping you moving. Oil changes, tire rotations, filters, wipers, and a full range of services. Visit JiffyLubeDC.com. I'm Joe Conway, WTOP Traffic. Thanks, Joe. Let's go to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. We've had some flurries earlier today. A couple of flurries are possible this evening. Cloudy conditions at the moment, but we will continue through the overnight hours to start to see those clouds break up and push away from the region. Air temperatures by tomorrow morning, we're talking lows, folks, that are going to be really frigid. Teens and 20s for overnight lows. Tomorrow with sunshine, we're back into the middle 40s. Middle 50s with some sunshine on Monday morning for Martin Luther King Day. Clouds will increase, though, Monday afternoon and showers likely on Tuesday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. 36 right now. At Tyson's 32 at Potomac and 36 in LaFont Plaza. Weather brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up on WTOP next week, when Wes Moore becomes the first African American governor of Maryland, he'll take the oath of office on a Bible once owned by Frederick Douglass. We'll have the details coming up. WTOP News Time now, 621. The emotional and physical pain from missing or broken teeth is real. A new smile brings confidence, energy, and happiness into your life. It's a game changer. The Cascade Center for Dental Health in Sterling is here to help. If you are feeling less than because of your teeth, it's time to feel more than with Cascades One, our revolutionary full mouth implant system. Only with Cascades One can you get one doctor, one office, one price. In as little as one day, you can have beautiful teeth that look, feel, and function just like healthy natural teeth. And with our state-of-the-art on-site lab, we can create a -a one-of-a-kind custom smile designed just for you. We always use the best materials, and there is never an upcharge. Cascades One. One doctor, one office, one price, one day. One custom smile. Learn more at CascadesOne.com or call 866-25-SLEEP. 622. You know, I'm just going over my box score from Window Nation, and it is amazing. This is Dave Johnson. With Window Nation, you pay no interest for five years, plus buy two windows and get two free on any style window from Window Nation, and there's no limit. You heard that right. Save up to 30% on your heating bills and increase the value of your home at the same time. Remember, pay no interest for five years, plus buy two windows and get two free on any style window from Window Nation. No limit. Call 866-90-NATION or windownation.com. That's windownation.com. It's the start of a new year, and your local Honda dealers are ready to help you kick it off with a brand new Honda. Honda has its best lineup ever of SUVs, including the all-new 2023 CRV and CRV Hybrid, with available all-wheel drive, and the all-new 2023 Pilot, featuring the Pilot Trail Sport, Honda's most rugged SUV ever. And don't miss the all-new 2023 Accord and Accord Hybrid arriving soon. Start the new year in a new Honda. See your local Honda dealer today. This is WTOP News. It's 623. When Maryland Governor-elect Wes Moore takes his oath of office Wednesday in Annapolis, he'll put his hand on a Bible once owned by abolitionist Frederick Douglass, who was a Maryland resident 
born into slavery and became one of the leading voices for freedom for African Americans. According to the Washington Post, Moore describes himself as a not just as a student of Douglas, but an admirer, someone who is a true connoisseur of his life, of his teachings, of his writings. Moore recently asked the National Park Service, which has custody of the well-worn Douglas Bible, if he could use it for the ceremony. For the ceremony, it will be in a specifically designed protective container held by his wife, Dawn. Only the governor will touch it. The Bible was a gift to Douglas in 1889 from the congregation at Washington's Metropolitan African Methodist Episcopal Church. Quite a story. There were a few scary moments off of the field for the commanders, the running back Brian Robinson last year when he was shot during an attempted carjacking in the district. Now one of the teenagers involved in that case is pleading guilty. The 17-year-old is pleading guilty to assault with a dangerous weapon and carrying a pistol without a license. The teen's name has not been released. The Washington Post says as part of the deal, the teen will be in the custody of the city's youth services until he's 20 years old. A 15-year-old also charged in the case is set to go to trial January 24th. In a court hearing, it was revealed he is the one accused of pulling the trigger. Police say the two tried to rob Robinson in August on 8th Street Northeast. Robinson shot twice in the knee, missed four weeks on the field. Kyle Cooper, W. News. An update to a story we've been telling you about on WTOP. Prince George's County Police say they no longer are investigating that incident at Weiss High School where a teacher inadvertently emailed explicit photos to every student in the school. They now say they're leaving it to the school to sort the whole thing out. Money news here on WTOP at 25 and 55. Let's check in with Jeff Claybaugh. Federal government agencies continue to allow employee remote work, and it's starting to kill daytime downtown D.C. You have to understand how important that is because the federal government um, owns or leases one-third of the office space in downtown D.C. That's George Washington University Business School professor James Bailey. Some agencies which can set their own policies have fewer than 10 percent of employees back. Downtown D.C. has almost 200,000 fewer daytime office workers now than before the pandemic. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is urging the Fed to bring back more employees. She's doing the right thing. One is just trying to put, I guess, moral suasion on the government that this is hurting the downtown and that they're seeing that this is affecting a, a city and a city that we've worked for 50 years to improve. D.C.'s downtown daytime economy is more reliant on one employer than any other metro. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP after traffic and weather, the top stories that we're following, including the latest on more classified documents found at President Biden's Delaware home. We'll get that story. 626. Ladies and gentlemen, it's official. Fast just got a whole lot faster. Xfinity has the fastest internet with up to six gig speed. You heard that right. Xfinity just increased internet speeds again. And Xfinity Mobile gives you can't-catch-me speeds. Plus, get the best price for two lines of Unlimited, saving you 45% over Verizon. The fastest internet, the fastest mobile service, and major savings? Can't argue with the facts. Learn more, or now through March 21st, get started for $30 a month when you add Xfinity Mobile for two full years with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com faster, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paper.